welcome to the World of Wellness Center podcast. I'm your host, Megan Zubgram. As an exercise physiologist, I specialize in health and fitness programming for special populations. Over the years working with clients, I've seen that there's so much more to health than just fitness, and there's so much more to fitness than just exercising. So this World of Wellness podcast is dedicated to helping you learn about all things health, fitness, mindset, and motivation so you can transform into the healthiest, happiest, most confident version of yourself. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the World of Wellness Center podcast. I'm so excited because today we have a special guest, and that special guest is no one other than Mr. Greg Drolet. Now, Greg is a human behavioral specialist. He has been my personal development coach for over three years now, and I'm really excited to bring him on the podcast today to talk about uncovering our barriers and pushing our limits and getting to know and learn ourselves on a deeper level. So let's get right into it. All right, Greg, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, spending a few minutes chatting with you uh, about, uh, you know, health and and uh, just what it's going to take to become optimal performers in our lives, right? So yeah, uh, Greg Drolet, and I uh, spent the better part of my life working um, with people. And I'm, I'm basically a, a human behavior nut where I'm just I've just been enthralled by the, the study of human behavior and what makes us tick and what, what are some of the barriers that hold us back from achieving what we ultimately want. And it's just something that's fascinated over the last uh, a couple of decades. And so it, today, that's what I do, you know, is my purpose is to be able to be an inspired resource for people that want to live a life beyond ordinary and people that are willing and wanting to, you know, explore themselves a little bit deeper, have a greater understanding of themselves so that they can then become the best versions of themselves. And so uh, I came from a born and raised in uh, Southern California, traveled all over the United States when I was young. And I realized that uh, having been just about every place that all I needed was uh, money and a plane ticket, and I could pretty much go anywhere I wanted to. So I stayed in warm Southern California and uh, lived by the beach most of my life. And uh, so it's uh, it's been a great, great for me. And it's been fantastic being able to work with people like yourself that are really on the cutting edge of what health and wellness is all about. You mentioned something about barriers. Tell me a little bit more about barriers with UC when you work with clients. Well, I, you know, we all have barriers uh, that are stopping us from really achieving the ultimate that we really want in life. And part of it is beginning to take the time to recognize what those barriers are. Now, some of those barriers, I would call them limiting beliefs. Um, they're, they're limiting beliefs that we've created for ourselves. Um, they're ideas that through self-talk that we've created within ourselves, and we've said them long enough to us that not only are they beliefs that we have, 
but they've now become a truth. And so it might be something like, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I'm not smart enough, I'm not, you know, I'm too smart. You know, whatever excuse that we have been telling ourselves long enough, it becomes a truth in our mind. It doesn't necessarily make it a fact. So some, you know, an obvious example is we might have some people that, you know, don't believe in gravity. Well, if they tell themselves that long enough, but they jump off of a a building, gravity, law of nature is going to take over. And so it's a fact that the gravity does exist. But it's not a fact that I'm too old or I'm too skinny or I'm too fat or I'm too, you know, fill in the blank in your life. So these are the barriers. And most of the barriers are self-inflicted barriers. Um, And so the key of the work that I do is helping people identify barriers, understand their limiting beliefs, and then create breakthroughs with that. And, and I'm sure you see that in your, in your work where somebody will reach a plateau and they just can't seem to get past that due to their self-talk and limiting beliefs that they have. And so, um, you know, the world of wellness is fantastic because you're really looking at the whole person in terms of what you're, how you're trying to help them as, as their coach. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create a relationship with you, not only as my own coach, but also as somebody that I wanted to be, uh, to expose other people to because of your wealth of knowledge relative to wellness as a, as a whole. So Limiting beliefs are really the major barriers that are stopping us from getting to where we want to go. Definitely. Now, how would you, how would somebody start to actually start uncovering their limiting beliefs? Do we, we don't really know that they're limiting us. So how do we start the process of uncovering those barriers or identifying what the limiting beliefs are? Sure. Um, you know, I always go back to, uh, Socrates. And Socrates had uh, a very simple statement of saying, know thyself. And one of the things that I work with is um, I have a, um, what I call a life exploration exercise that I take people through, where they go through and they, they answer a series of questions and then kind of giving themselves on a scale of one to 10, where they are in their spiritual health, their family, it could be family slash relationships, um, physical, financial, uh, personal growth, and then on their um, uh, emotional side. So um, it's it's really about taking the time of going into what I call the classroom of silence, which I actually borrowed from Matthew Kelly, who really came up with that phrase, uh, but I love it. Um, And so it's really taking the time, you know, we live in a really chaotic society today, we've created, we've created so much um, chaos in the terms of all the things that we have available to us, So we're not taking enough time to go in and self reflect on ourselves. And so beginning to understand ourselves is just that it's allocating some time to look at ourselves to understand ourselves. Now, I think one of the most important parts, because I've seen it in my own life, and that is to have a coach. To be able to get to really where you want to go, I think it's vitally important to have a coach. Somebody who's been down the road that you might be traveling, or maybe somebody that can ask you the right questions 
which is really what I do. I'm really all about asking questions so that we can inductively go inside and look at ourselves and come up with, with an answer. And it's invaluable. You look at every major success in, the, in sports, in, in the entertainment world, they've all got coaches in one way, shape, or form. And that's why I wanted to connect with you as my coach, as it related to, you know, the mind-body component to it. And so, you know, I have five different coaches in different areas of my life that I work with, and you happen to be, you know, one of those. So I think those are two things is allocating time to really look at ourselves and understand ourselves and doing that in conjunction with a coach. I think those are two of the most important components for somebody that really wants to take the rest of their life and make it the best of their life. Those are the two major components in in my mind that'll really get you there. I totally agree. And through my experience with working with a coach, with working with you as my coach, but then also having a business mentor, I've realized it cuts the learning process in half when you have somebody who's there to guide you through it because they're able to, like you were saying, ask the right questions. And then the other thing that you said um, when we're asking questions, when we ask ourselves a question, then we're having a choice in, in, episode 15 of the podcast, I talked about how to have the best day ever. And if you have the best day ever, you get to choose, you get to choose, okay, is what I'm doing helping or hurting me? I get to choose if I'm going to let this make me in a good mood or if it's going to allow me to be in a bad mood. Um, How long have you been working with coaches for? How long have you had a coach for? Oh, I've had a coach for probably, uh, let's see, going back 30 years. Um. And, you know, so I'm not just coming from a place of, uh, you know, a newbie on the, on the street. It's like, if I'm, I, I found I need it. Well, probably more than that, because I mean, when I was, when I was younger and playing sports, had coaches in every sport that I played. And so I guess I would have to say it's a lifetime. Uh, Cause I'd have to consider my mom and dad, two pretty good coaches in my life. So it's been a lifelong uh, experience of having, a coach and intentionally investing in a coach and, and intentionally doing the work. And that's the other part of it is it's doing the work. Can I tell a little story? Absolutely. My goodness, please. <laughs> so I was, I was out, I'm, I'm a road cyclist. And so I was out cycling the other day um, and going up this little grade and, you know, working pretty good. Um, and a gentleman on a, on a, uh, electric bike comes by me, not in the best of shape. Um, but he was out there, which is great. And, uh, you know, I turned to him, I said, Hey man, you make this hill look easy. And he turned to me and he said, what you're doing is just too much work, too much work, you know? And he smiled and off he went. And that really hit me because I think as a society, we've developed a aversion to work and, and, you know, nothing great was ever accomplished by not putting in, in work. Now it should be, it should be work in a long, and that and it become much more effective if you're working with a coach, but you've got to, you've got to be willing to do the work. If you're really going to um, aspire to something greater in our life. 
And, you know, we can't just sit on the, you know, on the couch eating uh, Cheetos and chips and drinking beer and Coke and expect to have, you know, the kind of, of uh, physical fitness that we like, that we want. And, and so you've got to be willing to do the work. That's, that's the story. So what would you say to somebody who's resistant to getting a coach, but knows that they need to? Okay. Uh, my first question would be why, you know, why, why are you resistant to getting a coach? Second question would be, what is it that you want to accomplish? Right. And, and my third question would be, have you ever accomplished that before? And invariably the answer is going to be no, or yes, but I fell back all the time. So then I would say, so if, if you knew that you could succeed by having a coach, would you invest in yourself? It's not investing in a coach, it's investing in yourself, right? And so it's just about asking the questions to get people to go deeper into themselves is, you know, what do they want? Why do they want it? And why is a huge question. Why is also one of my favorite questions. <laughs> you yeah. can, you can ask why about the same thing six times and keep digging deeper and deeper into why you're doing something until you get to the, the root of something. And I think when we're trying to make changes in our lives, it is important to dig deep and find the root of why we want to change, why we want to change our mindset, why we want to lose weight, why we want to eat healthier. Because if we know the root of why, and we know why we want to get there, and then we know where we want to be, if we know why, that gives us an emotional connection to what we want because then you know willpower is like a muscle we can have a willpower we can try to not eat the ice cream in the fridge as much as we want but that willpower is eventually going to fatigue but if we have the why power think okay well i actually want to lose 15 pounds before my birthday or i actually want to be able to fit into a size six or i actually want to be able to walk up and down the stairs without holding on to something if we think of the why then we might not go reach for that ice cream. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, most people, they don't get connected to their why until something significant happens to them. Um, you know, they, they have a debilitating d- disease, a heart, heart attack or cancer, or, or they lose a relationship or some, something, you know, in, in uh, in cognitive behavioral therapy, we call it an activating event. Um, it, and, and so this activating event, which is an external uh, event that takes place, all of a sudden gets our attention. And, you know, then you're, it's at that point, you know, if your life is threatened, that's a pretty big why. Um, but we want to, and that's the work that I do, and I know the work that you do, it's about getting people to recognize um, that now's the best time. You know, there's a wonderful quote that says, when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, it's 20 years ago. When's the second best time today? And, and that's what I'm driven uh, by my purpose to do is to be able to help people understand and realize 
that the rest of their life can be the best of their life if they're willing to invest in themselves and do the work. I think it's important when we're looking at investing in ourselves to not only look at it like you're investing financially with hiring somebody to help you, but you're investing time and energy into yourself. You're investing time into spending a little bit longer on the grocery store or investing time of spending 30 minutes exercising. That's, that's an investment in yourself at the same time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. 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 No, that, that investment takes on many, many, it's not just a monetary, you know, investment. It's, 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 it's time to research. It's time to um, recover. It's time to eat ice cream, maybe, you know, <laughs> or you just got to chill out some, you know, once a month. But, you know, it's, it's investing in ourselves emotionally, physically, um, spiritually, in order to be able to live the kind of life that we really want. I want, I, I do the work I do because I want people to thrive in their life, not just survive. And, um, you know, I'm very purpose driven and it's really, I want to be able to add value to other people's lives on a daily basis. And so, um, you know, it's, it's where my passion lies in that area. So I think, you know, one of the reasons, uh, Megan, that, um, I was anxious to come onto the call and why, you know, I've aligned myself with you and also, you know, uh, another friend of mine, Andy Mayhew, is because we're going to be doing a uh, what I call the Optimal Health and Lifestyle Summit, which I hold annually. And this year, it's going to be May 21st and 22nd. It's going to be a live virtual show that you're going to participate in as one of the uh, one of the speakers. And so I'm excited to uh, to let everybody see the kind of great information that's going to come from uh, a Friday night and a Saturday. Um, uh, virtual um, s- seminar. Yes. And that's happening on May 21st and May 22nd. Like you said, I'm really excited for a Friday night. It's going to be a panel discussion and we'll be discussing frequently asked questions around our mindset, around nutrition and around exercise and start to uncover some of the barriers. So the whole, the whole theme is about uncovering your roadblocks so that you can transform into the next best version of yourself, move through those limiting beliefs and become the happiest, healthy version of yourself. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. And, you know, I would, I would kind of challenge some people in, you know, when you just heard what Megan was saying is to get in touch with what your emotions and thoughts were. Did you come up with a limiting belief or an excuse? Or did you say, awesome. I want to be there. How do I find out more information? And so, you know, it's an interesting uh, thought process as far as as, uh, looking at what that initial emotion is when something is offered to us. That is interesting. And I also think when something like that pops up and you have this idea of who you want to be and who you want to become, what would the person that you want to become say or think about that as well? What would they, what would they tell you to do? What would your future self tell you to do in this present moment? That's, Oh, that's so interesting. I've never actually even thought about that for anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And how much time have you spent thinking about what you want your future self to be, do and have? 
Well, you know, that's funny that you say that because I was talking to a girlfriend yesterday and she was telling me how she wanted to go exercise. And she's like, I, I, I like to exercise first thing in the morning because I just over with, I feel good for the rest of my day. She's like, but I didn't do it. She's like, I laid in bed for a half hour thinking about it. And then I was like, the amount of time that you spent thinking about it, you could have gotten it up and gotten it done. And I love the concept of applied focus for anything that you do. So if you're trying to become healthier, if you're trying to become happier, we can get there a lot faster if we apply the focus to it and just do it rather than thinking about it. And I I totally know that when you're doing something new or doing something that's out of your comfort zone or where you have to be vulnerable with yourself, it it is a scary thought process, but every single time that I've gotten out of my comfort zone, it's never as scary as it seems. It always just goes well. It's almost kind of like you hype yourself up for no reason because it always works out. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I would just ask people to ask themselves, what are the consequences of my thinking? What are the consequences of my thinking as it relates to this particular event? What are the consequences of the beliefs that I've been holding for all these years? And ask if that's in alignment with the, the person you want to become moving into the future. All right, Greg. Well, thank you so much for coming on the World of Wellness Center podcast. It was a pleasure chatting. And I think we all learned a little bit of something today. Well, it was fantastic being with you. And I know your listeners are getting a lot out of the uh, podcast that you're creating every week. And so uh, I feel fortunate to have been asked to come on and just uh, share a little bit of what, what, what knowledge I might have. And so uh, thank you very much. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to this. And if you would like to join Greg Jolet, myself, and nutrition coach Andy Mayhew for the Optimal Health and Lifestyle Summit, just click on the link in the show notes and enroll so that you can uncover your barriers and limiting beliefs and transform into the healthiest, happiest, most confident version of yourself. The event is happening on May 21st and 22nd, and I look forward to to seeing you there. Have a great day and we will see you next week, everybody.